Hey Peter. Hey, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Is this? Um, is this? Uh, you gonna do it? Has he got it? Does he have it? It's a feature. It's a we, feature. We do it every Wednesday. Yeah. Um, splippy, slappy, slop. Speak pipe Wednesday. Speak pipe Wednesday. He's got it. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music advice, inspiration, and answers to your burning questions via the speak pipe. Coming a, at you. A brand new tagline. It's like he improvises a tag. He's an improviser. I'm an improviser. Sue me. Yeah, I like it, to improvise. It is a brand new speak pipe every Wednesday. And answers. A speak pipe is a voicemail. You can leave us at youllhearit.com. Go there, and there's a big button that says, leave us a message. Or maybe it says, ask us a question. I forget what it says. <laughs> you're so confident while you're describing it. I now know. you have no idea. It's pretty obvious, though. Yeah. And uh, some I, we, people have found it as we're, as is evidenced oh, by today's episode. Yeah, so. loads of people have found yep. it, including this guy. Listen to this. Test, test, test. That was a speak pipe. <laughs> Someone left us. Nice. Yeah, yeah. What's our answer to that? Uh, well done. Uh, it worked. Test accepted. Test accepted. But we did get one from Jonathan. Now, Jonathan is a longtime Open Studio member. In fact, Jonathan just played a master class for you, Peter, yes. just last week. He killed um, it. He did he kill slate it. it via yeah. Zoom. He's a, he's a very fine pianist, yep. and Jonathan asked us this question. This is Jonathan Cohen from San Diego. I've been thinking about advice that's standardly given to instrumentalists that we should learn a tune's lyrics, even if we never intend to play it with a vocalist. So I don't disagree with the idea that knowledge about the tunes you play is a good thing. I'm certainly not interested in defending the virtues of ignorance over knowledge. And of course, it's better to make musical decisions from a position of knowledge. Moreover, at least some of the reasons that are standardly offered for learning lyrics are totally convincing to me. So, for example, knowing lyrics can be helpful for one's phrasing of the melody. However, I'm less convinced about another frequently offered reason, namely that when we know the lyrics, we'll play the tune in a way consonant with the mood they set. So it seems to me that that justification depends on giving the lyrics a kind of authority over other dimensions of musical choice that's totally undeserved. Look, it's a fact about the way that human brains make sense of the world that if you put words in front of us, then the semantic content of those words is so powerful, so informative, that this tends to stop all over every other kind of information that we have. But why, as musicians, should we be inclined to surrender this way? It seems to me that if you have a musical conception for a tune that you intend to play without a vocalist, and supposing that that conception has its own musical integrity in other ways, I'm inclined to think that the fact that your conception might be at odds with the content of the lyrics is not a reason to give up your conception. It should be on the table as a legit musical choice. Am I crazy? Thanks in advance for any input on this. I'm looking forward to hearing your thinking. If well, only, there's a lot there. <laughs> I was but say, the question is actually, are you crazy? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Peter, if only our, our listeners were more thoughtful. Exactly. If only they <laughs> really thought through the question. It's an excellent question. And so uh, just. Well, to, now, no, is it though? It, I think it's. a I No, think, the, I, am I crazy part? That's, this is not the place to come to find that out, for oh, sure. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's, a, that's an excellent... It's always a good question at your sanity, I think, <laughs> right, as we're, not especially as we're working on music. Totally above our pay grade. You know, I love I love how, yeah. how Jonathan uh, uh, structured this question, yeah. you know, firstly, like, going through the importance of of learning the lyrics, at least in the in the sense of, you know, being able to phrase the melody, of course. Yeah. You can always tell when someone doesn't know the lyrics and they're they're phrasing a melody because usually there's extra notes or not enough notes or you know what I mean? Or they're emphasizing the wrong, uh, putting emphasis on the wrong, on a place that just wouldn't be natural, you know, in in a lyric. 
but look it, it, at me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, but but the question of like, should the lyrics, you know, the content of the lyrics, the story of the song, should it inform the musical, a musical instrumental offering of the song is a great question. Yes. And I don't, and that seems to be kind of the heart of what he was. There is, there's almost, I think with Jonathan is almost, there's a, uh, undertone of we're going to have to spend a lot of time on this. And is it really worthwhile? Like is the cost benefit analysis on learning this and possibly even, is there something that could be taken away from right. your own interpretation and originality by learning? Because he's right. We are so language driven. Like yeah. our brains love to lock onto language and, and in a way the language takes away uh, a lot from, you know, the sort of, uh, Big aspects of music that make yeah. music so beautiful. The, the, myst the mystical and the esoteric and all the things totally. that make it its own language. Actually, yeah, uh, Kierkegaard wrote a ton about Mozart and how, you know, music is superior to text in, in all these different ways, right? Which Excuse me, uh, he just dropped two names, Kierkegaard well, and Mozart, got, right, on, right on the pod I'm, I'm trying to hang with Jonathan here, and I'm probably <laughs> embarrassing myself. But but it's true, though. It's it, You know, he makes a great point about that. And so the, the paradox, though, is Jonathan is like you... <laughs> How how can you play the melody if you're learning a tune, yeah. not knowing the lyrics yes. in an informed way, and then forget them when you are there to to make a an arrangement or to to improvise in a way that has nothing to do with the story or the content of the lyrics? You know, that's that's how I think you could get in trouble. And you you mentioned like you're not you're not advocating for coming at it from a place of ignorance. Uh, because I don't think... Hold up, ignorance is bliss, I thought. It can be, it can be. <laughs> but that's the problem, is if you don't know the lyrics, then you there's no you don't sound any different who's someone, than someone... Like, if you don't know the lyrics, then that's an artistic choice, fine. Yeah. But you're probably going to sound like someone who just doesn't know the lyrics. Right. Who's, who is just either ignorant or, or, because or you too could, lazy to learn them. Yeah, because you could know... I think that, in my experience, you can know the lyrics, but not use them in a direct way uh, to inform your interpretation. Like just cause you know, them doesn't mean you have to use them. It's not like, Oh, I mean, I agree with, with, I think what I, I'm hearing Jonathan say and, and, and what you were concurring on in that language does dominate our, you know, can, can sort of dominate our psyche and, and center us in a way. But I think that when it comes to music, because we are musicians first, I mean, unless you're a singer, you got to know the lyrics then, right? So that's this is different. But if you're playing something, I feel like because there's so many other elements that we understand the form, the harmony, you know, the 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 progression, the melody, you know, how the rhythmic structure informs those things. To me, even if you know the melody, that doesn't ever take over for me. Um, it's 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 just another element to have to, to to be able to grab onto at certain times in, in some obvious and important ways, like how do you phrase the melody probably, especially with certain types of tunes, that's more important than others. Um, but I, I don't think that it it's, it's so binary in that, like you either learn them and it dominates everything that you play and you can't put your own interpretation because it's going to get in the way. Um, you know, knowing the lyric is going to get in the way of, of something else you might've had and crowd that out. I, I don't think it's a zero sum game like that. I think it's just another element. And, but that that's in my experience. So this is definitely a YMMV situation. I know you get nervous when I throw those letters around Adam. I always know what they mean, but, but I'm just saying like, I didn't, I don't, I don't want to speak for other people and be like, cause maybe if it does, you know, all of our brains sort of operate in a different way. But for me, 
it's both ways. It's like it never really dominates, even when I know the lyrics. And then the other side of it is there, there's some tunes. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. Can I be honest? Is this a safe space here? It is. Yeah, safe safe space. Okay. Absolutely. There's some tunes that I probably should know the melody to that I can play pretty darn good. And I'm ashamed a little bit to say that oh, I don't know the lyrics to that. But that's everybody. You know, we we're not we're not right. batting a thousand percent with all of this. But that stuff. just shows that I, it's like, not I like, know, like you have to know them. Miss Jones, someone, something she's someone. To me. I know there's something. She's old Miss Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I think that. But that also shows that it can enhance it. But it's not necessarily. You didn't hear it from me. It's not necessary. To do it well, like because these different elements, they don't they, they don't exist in a vacuum. You know how melody and lyric and how they interact. Like you can just have a great melody on its own. Is it greater with the lyric? Well, if it's being sung by a great singer, yeah. But like, does it always enhance in an explicit or just an overt way? You, you know, my interpretation of it. Not not always. It should. But, right. I mean, it's it's never like 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 you said. I mean, it's never like let's try to be ignorant of it. But I think that there's you can never say like it's sort of like a, a great basketball player um, comes to play and or, or any kind of athlete. And then like they do like a world record performance or they just dazzle. It's like, oh, my gosh, they're playing. And like it turns out they didn't warm up and they were hungover or something. Does that take I mean, yeah, they should have prepared better. But does that take away from the fact that it is possible to do it without doing all the quote unquote correct or right things all the time? That's totally valid, totally valid. But just for, to play devil's advocate a little bit here, and I'm not, and I'm not saying it should be. I'm just saying that that is one element. Of and it. that's totally the case. And and you know, 99% of people won't notice. But you know, again, is it is that is that playing into just ignorance, right? Is that right. like is it better to be willfully ignorant of the lyrics, or can you still be contrarian to the content of the lyrics, knowing the lyrics? Like, isn't that yeah. better in a way to know? Especially if you're playing... To know it and ignore it or discard it as needed as for, an, for musical reasons. As a musical choice. Yes, right. exactly. Because you have to assume as well that your audience, if you're playing a song that has well-known lyrics, a great American songbook standard, if you're playing, if you're playing a tune like Having Them as Jones or The Way You Look Tonight or anything like that, you have to assume that you know, some of your audience, especially people who are into this kind of music, will know those lyrics. And yeah. so if you are making the choice not to learn them because you don't want them to color how you're interpret interpreting the melody and the changes and the music in general that's a that's a choice that maybe your audience ought to know about i don't know i mean maybe not but like i don't i don't understand the point in that case of not learning the lyrics or at least reading and knowing the the story of the song cuz you know again it depends on the kind of music you're playing here but most of these great american songbook standards it goes a lot deeper than um, just a, a, a lyricist and a musician getting together and someone's got a bunch of lyrics and someone puts music to it. Like a lot of it was crafted in a way, if you talk to like um, vocalists who are super into this, a lot of yeah. this was crafted in a way where like the vowel sound on the mel on the way a melody turns is important, you know, yeah. and, and intentional. Right. And but that's going to be different on a piano. Of course it's going to be different you, on a piano. But like a cello or an alto saxophone might be closer because it's a more lyrical instrument or it's at least a, a more easily identifiable lyrical instrument closer to the human voice a little bit. But to Jonathan's point, if you're, if you're here to, if you really want to have a, have your own point of view on a tune, I don't, I don't think that learning the lyrics would hinder that right. as much as you think, because it's not like you're learning the lyrics and then you have to sing them in your head as you're no. doing it. You can learn them in the, in, well, in a way, forget people, them. And maybe this is a thing with that. This is, this is maybe part of Jonathan's quandary that that's, is maybe that is for him. Maybe some people they do like it's almost like once 
you see like you can't unsee it. I you know? no, I totally you know I don't. It didn't like that for me though. For, I'm I'm not someone who likes to learn about the history of artists because for me it like I don't I kind of don't want to know yeah like I, I don't want to know what Paul Simon is up to I just want to enjoy <laughs> Paul Simon's music right. and then like I get this I kind of create this character of who's singing these songs yeah. you know what I mean and I can see that I can see that it's like I don't actually want to know what the story is behind this tune I just want to enjoy the tune for what it is I get that but that's but that's also a little different because you're talking about enjoying and consuming art or entertainment as opposed to creating it. Yeah, that's you know, like true. Being that's part true. of the process. And I think that Jonathan is maybe, I, I don't know, maybe we're putting too much on, into what he said. He was very clear about his question. Um, but, you, you know, this idea is that, like, what is the what is the proper amount of information that we need to have in order to be able to interpret a song? You know, like how, like, if we know the lyrics and learn that, and then we have, and, and that we understand what the story is of the lyrics. Is that going to destroy our ability to maybe bring an alternative kind of mood and story in an instrument, which is always the advantage of an instrumental version. I mean, it's very hard if you're singing, have you met Miss Jones? Like the way those, those lyrics come off and you want to make this like a, a, into something that the story isn't telling because you have to say the, I mean, unless you just abandon the words. Yeah, but it's so very hard to play the melody to have you met Miss Jones or anything else. Act, like if you actually, we did this in the GPS the other day. That's why I'm using "Have You Met Miss Jones," and I don't actually have the me, the lyrics memorized. But we did it. We did an exercise where we played the melody while we were reading the lyrics. Yeah, it changes the way you phrase it, and it's much better. <laughs> like, yeah, it's way, it's funny how that happens. So, Jonathan, I I don't know how you would get around playing a tune and playing the melody without ever knowing the lyrics. But that, again, does come back to the, that, that sort of differentiation between using, for sure, I think we can all agree, and, and, and it's very clear to see how you can use the melody for how you phrase, um, I mean, you use the lyrics, the knowledge of the lyrics of, in terms of how you phrase the melody, even when you're not singing it. Yeah. But versus, like, understanding the mood and the story and then feeling like you're locked into that, Kind of thing. Like, I mean, I recorded, you know, Never Let Me Go is, I, the lyrics on that are very, like, romantic, but they're also, there's that element, as, as I'm remembering, of um, kind of betrayal and different, different things. But it's a very intimate song, you know, when you know the lyrics. But I did an arrangement of that that's, like, kind of up-tempo, and it's kind of dark in a different, not necessarily dark, but it's just, like, it's just a totally different vibe. And so I sort of threw the lyrics out. I knew them. Yeah. You know, and I played it like that. And of course I know the Keith Jarrett version and, and, and mainly, you know, the Nat King Cole vocal version, which is amazing where he's just like straight singing it and killing it. Yeah. And it's in, in the melody and the lyrics are beautiful. It's kind of like the, the walking to feel on that one, the Nat Cole version. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, from at the movies. And I mean, but I think that that doesn't mean that it has to always be that, even if you know what that is like, but it's not going to always work, but you might have an idea of like, let's, let's do something else with this because the whole thing with instrumental music is we have more freedom than vocal music in a lot of ways, because like they maybe have more power in terms of like, you can speak directly to people with the spoken word because you're using melody. We're using all the same elements we do. Plus the words. It's a, you have a face on it. There's a, you have a face, a face on, it, yeah. on it. Yeah. And you're looking directly at them and you're speaking. And, but think about the power of these songs. No. Even when you speak, talking to somebody who speaks another language, they don't understand English. Without text, there's no or doubt. Or Italian. Without text, there's no doubt that there's deeper emotional depth. Right. There for sure. Available they, to right. us. Right. And maybe is, it, I mean, how different is it then if you go to see, you know, a great Italian opera and it's not, they're not doing it in English. I want to hear it in Italian. 
even though I'm going to miss a lot of like the storyline. Oh, yeah. Never heard opera in English. Oh, Our man, language doesn't work. They used for to it. do it here for years, yeah. you know, and it was yeah. I mean, it was even if they're yeah, singing great, it's actually, still going to be good, but it's it's not as good. Maybe Terrence Blanchard is killing it with English, but well, but no, but he wrote it in English. Yeah. We're, I'm talking about you. Rigoletto's been translating. Oh yeah, trying that's to fit, awful. That's fit it into. I was like, how lazy can we be? Come on, <laughs> that takes ugly American listener to the to another level. But I mean, I think that you could. You're sitting there and you're listening. First of all, you're going to pick up a few things here or there, but you're mainly from the vibe, from the acting, from the way that the art is delivered. You're going to get the feeling that's maybe on a deeper level than um, actually hearing the overt words of like, I love you. Like we know how to put that into harmony and melody and rhythm and into a whole beautiful thing that exhibits love on a much deeper level than just I love you. Just the way a great vocalist isn't just going to be like, I love you, and that's it. You know, yeah. It's got to be wrapped up in a vibe and a feeling and an emotion. It's true. No, there's there's a thinness to to lyrics and text that has an advantage in that it's so direct that there's no doubting what it is, but that's also its disadvantage. It's so yeah. direct that there's yeah. no mystery in what it is. And, yeah. and so I get that, but I, I just I still don't understand how to get around the, the melody problem, especially on Great American Songbook standards that are so tied in with the lyrics. Right. Not that you have to follow the story. I don't think for me it would the knowing the the story of the song would taint uh, my my version of of trying to color it however I felt like coloring it, you know. Yeah, so okay, I think that this this can work well. I think the answer too is like it depends on what song it is. Yeah, that's true. Like I mean Blue Bossa has lyrics, I believe. Do you really need to know them in order to be able to play that tune? <laughs> also, you know what, added later. You know what is is something we haven't talked about yet, but could make a huge difference. How good is it that you're? How good is your right. is your arrangement? Like, yeah. did you pull it off? You right. know, like because maybe that like I think that's kind of the best test of it. Is, exactly. Does it suck? Exactly. <laughs> like if it if it's really amazing and you don't know the lyrics, well. You've won that round. Exactly. Like, for sure. And that's what I meant about like the athlete that shows up and didn't warm up, but totally. they still, they still now it might be around. harder for them. Yeah. Of and course. they maybe were lucky. It doesn't really matter because, you know, they got the job done. Yeah. They I got think the job I done. think in general, you know, when people say learn the lyrics to the tune, it's more of just advice of like yeah. if you want to make it a little easier on yourself of how to phrase things and yes. and, and it depends on like what how what style player you want to be, especially for piano. Totally. Like if you you're know, playing straight down the middle, yeah. And you're and you're accompanying Tony Bennett. Yeah. You should know the lyrics. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're gonna because you're totally. but I mean if yeah, if you like to play bebop blues all the time and like that's your thing, yeah, then it's obviously still can be helpful in certain You don't have to it. know every John Hendricks lyric <laughs> yeah, that was exactly. written to that tune, yeah. And I mean and I think about like, you know Kurt Elling <laughs> you know, post bop, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's just um yeah, it's it's a lot of things. And this is and this is an area I think in general that as you mature as a player, as we all mature as a player, I found that realizing that there is no one, like, you know, when you're younger, when you're trying to learn this, it's like you're looking for that secret answer, not secret answer, like a secret scroll that gives you that really clear answer. And there isn't. Like, it's very much trial and error. And, like, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And for better tunes, like, some of this stuff is just logical. It's like for better tunes with better lyrics, it's going to help you more. Ellis Marsalis used to tell all of us, you know, from back in the day that, like, learn the lyrics, learn the lyrics. And so I never took that from him. Well, probably at first I took that as, like, oh, my God, I have to learn the lyrics of every tune. But then it was kind of like... Learn this. This will. This will. It's kind of like practice with the metronome. Now, we know that that's helpful and important. I also heard the great Chick Corea, R.I.P. Love you. Um, you know, talk about don't practice with them or practice with it in a way that I I can't remember now. It was like some kind of way that was different than I was taught to. 
It's like, oh, well, obviously that yeah. worked for him. Totally. You know? But I'm not going to be like, oh, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. So I think that learn I, the lyrics. Do you have to learn them for every tune? But try it out. It's going to enhance. I've never found that I got, it didn't enhance. I got yelled at by a possibly fake, possibly real Richie Byrack on YouTube for oh, using a metronome. Oh, he was real. <laughs> I think he was about it in the real, real Richie Byrack. He's pretty good. Pretty annoying on that. Told but, me but, not to use a metronome because I feel like too robotic. Right. So there's that. And then yeah. I've had so many great players tell me to use ones. So. In the names of, yeah. uh, in, in the words of a fantastic sitcom from when I was growing up, different strokes, different strokes for different folks. Absolutely right, yeah. Jonathan. What a great question! Uh, a wonderful discussion. As you can here. see, you stumped us on it for sure. No, it's not a stump. You know, it's it's something that I think, like you know, it it just it really it depends, and that's why it's it's a great question because, yeah. like in general, yeah, like learn the lyrics to to standards, but yeah. also in general, you don't have to if it, if you yeah. can make it work, like. Yeah. You know, whatever works. It's definitely not an all. I don't think I've never seen it work as an all or nothing. Thing. What about tunes that I've have never terrible seen lyrics? Like, I never will learn one lyric. And somebody that's like, I know the lyric to every single song I've ever. Played. You know that tune, "Spring Can Hang You." Spring, Spring can, can really, really hang you up the most. It's not a great lyric. Yeah, it's it like a, like a horse led to a something. I don't know. There's a horse love in the lyric. Love for sale is, is weird. Ah, love for sale is weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just because of the whole prostitution side yeah, of it. Yeah, it's an odd choice. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, thanks, Jonathan. All right. Thanks, Jonathan. And don't forget to leave us your own speak pipe. You can go to you'll hear it.com. Do it now. Do it now. And until next time, you'll hear it.